And one hell of a show for you tonight. Phil, please, if you will, introduce tonight's guest runner and watch that screen. Welcome to the Signal Fire Podcast. I am Matt. We I am Chris. <laughs> What's going on, guys? How you doing? What's up, everybody? Uh, Mike can't be with us today. Mike is getting that OT. Yep. Shutting down airports, I guess, over there in his airspace today. Mandatory overtime, pushing 10, man. Oh, he, had, he, had to, he, had to, he had to shut him down today because oh, uh, they shot down a... Chinese spy balloon today, but we'll get into that story and much more. Say what? Say I can what, hear son? you. No, I, I can hear you. I know. <laughs> say what? I tell you what, though. I want. I just want to say before we even get started into that and so much more that in that intro, man, that macho man gives me goosebumps. Gives me freaking goosebumps. <laughs> Because you knew he was insane, and you don't want to find out how insane he is. Oh, no. I love the Macho Man. That's my favorite fun fact about me, Macho Man. Randy Savage is my favorite wrestler ever. And you used to look like the Macho Man. I I, had a beard, you had the wild hair, and you had the wild attitude. Now I have more resembled George Jefferson. Hey. An albino George Jefferson I'd, with, I'd with say a you're more of a sack on the top of the head. I'd say you're more of a Bruce Willis. <laughs> that too. When you dressed up like Bruce Willis for Halloween, that shit was accurate, dude. That was pretty that was, good. That was scary. That's scary accurate. <laughs> maybe, maybe like a dog tag or something like that. I didn't, I didn't have any dog tags handy, so. Yeah, that shit was good. So, uh... So shit's been hitting the fan this week like normal. So it's crazy shit all the goddamn time. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, speeding up, feel like I feel like I feel like I got everything planned out for the show, the stuff that I want to talk about. And then right as we approach the weekend, just like shit hits the fan. It's like, motherfucker, man. Right. How am I gonna fit all this shit in? <laughs> yeah, there's just, it's too much, man. Yeah, like we can only we can only pick what's interesting to us, but geez. We'd have to have a 
old 24-hour news service. The new CNN, perhaps? All right, so, yeah. Wrong one. We'll save that for later. We got the, these Florida brothers. They ran one of the biggest opioid pill mills in U.S. history. And they were responsible for thousands of death deaths. The throngs of people were hanging outside these pain clinics in Boca Raton and uh, going to Boca. Yeah, American Pain is a one-stop shop. It says supplying both prescriptions and painkillers. At the door, a hulking bouncer warns people not to snort their pills in the parking lot. <coughs> this sounds like Florida. Yeah, that would attract the kind of attention that the clinic's owners, the twin brothers Chris and Jeff George, are trying to avoid. So yeah, these guys were just another one of these people that were taking advantage of the op opioid ep epidemic, and you know they're running a clinic and just handing out pills like candy. And they're responsible for thousands of deaths. That's pretty sad, you know? Yeah, the opioid, you know, I, I know people that have uh, lost their lives to the opioid uh, thing, you know, with the fentanyl. They think they're getting a pill and then they get something else, you know, they're buying it off the street and it's, you know, laced with fentanyl and bada bing, bada boom, overdose. Yeah, unfortunately, so, fentanyl is taking the place of, of all the pills they won't give anybody anymore. So like people like me, I, I go to the doctor and I have, um, you know, I have a congenital spine disorder and I got pain all the time. You're spineless? Um, I got a New third York of a coward. spine, a third of my spine bends. The other two thirds are fused permanently. So oh. the middle of my back's taking all that force. There's no flex to my back, man. My neck and my middle of my back are degenerating. And I, I can't even get a Vicodin at the doctor because these fucking assholes and others like them, you know, just decided to give it out like fucking candy. Now nobody can. Right, have now it. we got a problem. Now, now the people that need it can't have it. Right. So. Now, and now we got fentanyl just being poured over the border in every form, every type of drug. They're just throwing fentanyl in there. Why not? You know, so it's done on purpose. Game. It's done on purpose. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Don't even get me started. This shit. Everything. Sad. Everything's done on purpose. People need to understand, like, geez, man, especially if you go to a school for like law, there you learn that there's no coincidences. Barely ever are there real coincidences. Usually there's always something to be gained by somebody. It's always a business. Everything is a business in life. So just remember that. So what do you think about the fentanyl? Why 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 is it fentanyl all of a sudden, in your opinion? Fentanyl, it's just, I, I think it's just the Chinese Chinese Communist Party's way of getting back at us for the opium wars. Back in the day when we got China addicted to all the opium and we made tons and tons of money, like people like the Bushes, you know, made their <clears throat> original fortune on just pushing opium and rum and all this crazy shit. But it's another way for them to like not only infiltrate the country and destroy us from inside, but, you know, well, make a lot of money in the meantime. <laughs> And uh, another thing, another thing, um, you don't need as much opium, like or not opium. You don't need as much fentanyl to ship over here, like a package of fentanyl compared to a, like right. a kilo of fentanyl, a kilo of cocaine. The fentanyl is gonna go a lot farther because you need just a tiny little. Oh bit yeah, a, a than, tiny uh, like... Than like a kilo of cocaine would, you know. Right. Um, a piece of a you, microgram you know, you, can make you OD if it touches your skin. 
Yeah. It's crazy, dude. And they're putting that shit in everything. And I don't know if it's cross-contamination. Like, maybe they got, you know, they got it on the table and then, like, they're scraping, you know, scraping it. Okay, now let's let's do the heroin or or the Coke or pot or whatever. And maybe it's getting mixed in with that stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know if it's cross-contamination. It's probably a little bit of both. Maybe people are cutting it in there. Uh, because, well, I don't know why you would put want to put fentanyl and cocaine because one's an upper and one's a downer right um and but i mean like as far as it like getting put in like heroin i could see the heroin junkies liking it more because it makes the heroin stronger yeah they try to catch that catch that uh white rabbit that they're chasing or dragon or whatever the fuck they call it right so i don't know i don't know it's sad it's sad and it's a sickness these people are sick well, it's, it's official. And, it is official, though, that um, I mean, it's a fact that China has um, uh, fentanyl um, plants in Mexico, and they're teaching uh, the cartels how to make fentanyl, and they're there supervising directly. So, oh, they're oh yeah, they're they're shipping the stuff to to the cartels in Mexico, one hundred percent. It's all coming over the southern border. And what's the response of the U.S. government on the southern border right now? Open border. There's no nothing there's but no crickets. Response. Not right. doing shit. And look at the violence that that all this shit's causing too. Plus, you know, we're get, they're getting weapons from us. You know, uh, you you heard of Fast and Furious where the uh, ATF was uh, allowing guns to be walked over there over like I think two thousand guns. And that was just that mm-hmm. operation that that we heard about. And the only reason we heard about it is because uh, I think a border patrol agent got killed with yep. one of those guns. They traced, and they they traced it back to one. ATF gun running operation. So I mean, who knows what's going on behind the the scenes with the CIA and uh, ATF and FBI? I mean, these are all shady, shady organizations that should not exist. Just yeah. like Alex Jones says in the in the opening, it should not exist. They, those those three letter agencies need to go. Yeah, they got to go. Yeah, absolutely. They're just they're just running amok of our country, just destroying us from the inside out while making tons of money off our backs. It's just it's and gone oppressing on long us. Enough. And mm. oppressing us. Oh yeah. Yep. Everything all at once. Everything everywhere yep. all at once. You seen that movie yet? This. No. Yeah, check that movie out, man. It's badass. I find it very hard to get into movies now. It's like I'm it's like it's all these actors that I hate now, you know, that, now that, that everything's so divided in this country, mm-hmm. these people have gone full retard oh, and, yeah. and it's just like, now I watch them and I'm watching them. I'm like, this motherfucker ain't no cowboy. I can't yeah. watch this show. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> oh, I know. This it's, just... Just some fuck. it's like, I can't even watch this shit anymore. It has to be somebody. I have no idea who it is. Right. Unless it's tombstone. I could still get down with tombstone. That's a, that's a great movie. Doc Holiday is one of the best. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I have so much trouble watching anything anymore except for like factual shit, like uh good documentaries or something like that. Nothing like on, uh, netflix or anything like that that's all trash but yeah it's you need you need, you need reality anarchy yeah we do and, need reality and it's like uh everybody it's like oh no you just gotta turn something on and shut your brain off you know every once in a while just you gotta shut <laughs> down a, it's like says uh, the, it says it says the guy whose brain shut off like 
24 7 365 exactly maybe it's maybe he's got some synapses firing on a leap here right i'm like dude what your brain is craving is stimulation dude it's not craving a shutdown it's a muscle and if you don't use it you're gonna lose it just like everything else it's so true just like everything else you don't use it you lose it that's right goes from your brain to your hips <laughs> if you don't use it you lose it all right so um whenever you're ready if you want to pull up um sure actually hold on let me all make right. sure that you're um you're able to share your screen here mm -hmm. yeah all right you're good to go we got some more coming. He's got a he's got a full full clip ready to pop off on articles. All right, we got screen share screen. Sorry, Boom. everybody. Technical difficulties. Yeah, I'm a retard. That's what the okay. Problem is, you got to put some stank on it. So this this is uh, a website that I uh, I got dollarcollapse.com. I usually use it for watching silver and gold prices. Just pop up out of here. And uh, it had something on here, um, you know, people saying that there's no Nazis in in Ukraine. So we're only going to go off on foreign policy a little bit. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, obviously I do believe that there is Nazis. There used to be a, a website called LiveLeak. And on LiveLeak, it just had gruesome videos this person gets hit by a car uh war footage from like iraq and syria and stuff like that used to be on there or just general funny shit somebody gets hit in the by hitting the balls with a, a bouncy ball or something wasn't that just like a, a russian or ukrainian shit. site or something like that no i don't think so i think it was okay. in the u.s but it's been since shut down. But it was uncensored. Everything was uncensored. And I remember watching on that. Yeah, it's some all crazy these shit videos on of like Ukrainian skinheads, Ukrainian skinheads just beating people up and shit. And so I knew that Ukraine has had a neo-Nazi problem for a long time. Generational before. since World you know, War is, II. Yeah, but but I mean, since the the coup in 2014, it's mm -hmm. really been a thing. So here's. Here's some pictures from the front line here. Uh, this is on the Ukrainian front line here. Find a Ukrainian Nazi flag that's merged. Look, Look at it good, folks. Thing. Yep, there it is. He's got the Ukraine. You saw the Ukraine symbol on there, and uh, everybody the can stop right denying corner. now. Yeah. Stop lying to yourself. There are Nazis. We are funding them, just like we did in World War II. Here's a, here's a sporting stadium in Ukraine. Get that Soccer. too loud i apologize uh <laughs> here, here's another one 
Just, Look at this. this. Yeah. So it's a it's a Ukrainian it's a Ukrainian flag with the um, the Nazi Trust cross, the, an iron cross type thing with a with a, a Nazi swastika in the middle, with the blue and the and the the yellow Ukrainian flag. Mm-hmm. So we got that. No denying that. And and this is inside of a Ukrainian mall. Holy shit! What the fuck? No, 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 Anybody that thought I was full of shit in the last podcast with, you know, saying that the number 88, the number of tanks and stuff, it's just, we're speaking in code to um, to Russia, being like, haha, we know we're funding Nazis. So we clearly are, and we need to stop. I just heard a Fox News poll today on when I was watching TV. So there's a Fox News poll out that I think... 80, 80 or 90 percent of Democrats support sending more arms over there and above 50 percent of just above 50 percent of Republicans support it. So that's a good portion of the country. That's about 66 percent of the population supports this shit. And you all need to stop and take a look at what you're doing. And, and even if so, you believe in it politically for some odd reason that you're still believing all the propaganda and lies and you're still okay with us uh, being broke and having crazy inflation on our dollar bill because you, you don't mind us uh, just pumping out $40 billion at a time to send over there. Uh, not only that do we have to worry about, but the karma too. I mean, everything that we put out, we get back. And uh, if we're funding Nazis... Usually it's not going to end well, guys. So uh, let's wake the fuck up here. All right, here's here's the little uh, Ukrainian Hitler youth. Jeez. They call her little Eva. You're gonna say there's no Nazis in Ukraine. There it is. Uh, I think I just proved that there is. Um, yeah, I mean, so ever since the end so, of World War II, you know, they, yeah. they just they just stayed there, and it's not all Nazis, but there is there is ingrained. Uh, um nazis in the culture in there for generations yeah so uh i don't know i think russia does have an interest in being inside ukraine taking mm -hmm. that that corrupt regime out um and like i said if we were in their position what would we do you know right yeah if, if this loud. stuff was if this was in on mexico's border and, and threatening to come over here with like russia with bases that surround us everywhere you know, where if Russia yeah. had bases in Cuba, in Jamaica, in South America, 
in, in just like surrounding surrounding our country, and then they throw throw a coup over there in in Mexico, and put install their people, and you and they're, they're talking about going into their alliance. You know damn well we'd invade. So oh, yeah, yeah, we'd be doing All the right. same shit. Absolutely. So while we're so worried about Russian air or Ukrainian airspace, we are not defending ours whatsoever. We let this Chinese spy balloon fly all the way through our country. And so this thing's been been over over our country for days. I mean, it started like over the Aleutian Islands, which is an island chain off of uh off of Alaska. That's where all the little islands break off of Alaska. That's the Aleutian Island chain. This thing should have been shot down over there. But yeah. we let it go through there, it goes through Canada, comes through Montana, it flies all throughout the US. And and it's going through over over all our sensitive sites, all of our uh nuclear sites, and they would not shoot it down. And as soon as it as soon as it gets out into the Atlantic Ocean, then they then they shot it down into the Atlantic after it's passed and done its done its damage. Um now they say it's a spy balloon. But also this balloon or a balloon of this size can carry uh, nuclear weapons. And um, if it explodes, if it explodes at a certain altitude, if it's not above the magnetosphere, it can create a giant EMP pulse, which will knock out all of our electronics. That means your car is not going to run anymore. Your phone ain't going to start. Nothing. Your power will your power will be out. And your refrigerators will be out, and you won't be able to get gas anymore. No clean and water. Everything, no everything. Nothing. Yes, everything will be fried, and you know we. So you won't we, have to worry about looting a grocery store because you won't be able to keep the food fresh, anyways. So you know, we need this. This this bullshit president of ours would not shoot this fucking thing down. We're more worried about what's going on in Ukraine's airspace, and we leave ours totally undefended. So there, there's just a picture of it. You know how weak that makes us look internationally? I mean, people are just watching this thinking, oh, shit, we can just, we can float anything over their country, and, and they're not going to do anything about it. Yep, and there's another one over Latin America, too, you're saying. But supposedly uh, the is... Chinese have come out and said, oh, it's just a research it's a weather research balloon. Like, okay. Yeah, it, it, it could be a dry run too to see, right. you know, what they could get away with and what our response will be. And with this puppet ass president in charge of this country, uh, he'll just let let whatever whatever slide. Apparently, so I don't know why that's not playing. Uh, so here's. Here's its path, so you can see right right where it has the number one in the left-hand corner by Alaska. That's the Aleutian Island chain right there. Mm -hmm. That's right there. It should have been taken out right there. Right. And Should have never Biden's, entered U.S. airspace. Biden's, Biden, Biden's reasoning for not taking it out is he didn't want it to fall and hurt anybody. Oh, Motherfucker, yeah. when, when they're... When they knew, when they knew about it, it was in like Montana and Wyoming. Ain't nobody lives in Montana and Wyoming. You could have shut that fucker down, right? Uh, 
but they chose not to. Anyway, so there's balloon number two is in Ven, uh, by Venezuela and going through South America right now. So I say that we just start sending a bunch of fucking these damn balloons like this over China and see how they react. Right, right. Yeah, if we did that to anybody else, I mean, they wouldn't be reacting like we are. That's for sure. Uh, so, yeah, I just want to point that out and just say that I'm disgusted with uh, the military in this country over protecting uh, other countries, but not protecting our own mainland. Right. It's disgusting. That's your whole fucking job. You couldn't do it on 9-11, could you? you couldn't, they couldn't They couldn't shoot down them planes or, or uh, you know, they allowed the airspace to get penetrated. Then it's like, we don't have any sort of, what if this was a nuclear missile? Right. You, they're going to shoot that thing down either because let's just face it. You can't track not, something as slow as a fucking balloon. How the fuck are you going to track a missile? The military is not prepared. It's not. Well, I mean, they've they've lowered their standards just like, um, you know, I was reading about um, like we covered last week with uh, Tyree Nichols murder by the police in Memphis. Um, I was reading about how they lowered their standards, I think, back in 2018. And they were just hiring anybody off the street. You didn't have to have an education. You didn't have to have any type of background. And uh, they were purposely putting people that were from bad areas into bad areas as police so that they would blend in and it just created a, a firestorm man and that's oh, what the military's done i want to uh i got this uh clip here of jimmy Dore, and he's he's on tucker carlson i not swear a giant fan of, not we, a giant fan of tucker but jimmy Dore goes off dude, and I, i'm I'll telling you man we're synced up we're synced up mentally or something because like all these articles that i was looking at and planning on showing i looked at yours and i'm like well he's got everything covered <laughs> but yeah i love jimmy so Dorn, so i'm gonna it is a, this is a three minute a three minute thing where uh jimmy door goes off three minute 30 seconds so i'm gonna go ahead and play it and let everybody listen here we go hopefully it's not too loud hopefully it's just right but i don't know how to control if it is too loud so just turn down your volume if it's too loud, and I apologize ahead of time. Here we go. Sable rat, another nuclear power, right? This is what we were supposed to be afraid of was going to happen with Donald Trump, right? We couldn't have, he's a crazy man who's going to have his finger on the nuclear button. And now we have Demented Joe who is saber rattling with two nuclear powers and they get the corporate media sponsored by the military industrial complex to get Americans to cheer it on. And why do Americans cheer it on? Because they have no idea what's actually happening with their foreign policy. And what's worse right. is they have no yeah. idea that they have no idea with that they don't have any idea what's happening with their foreign policy. We have 400 military bases surrounding China since the Korean War. Do we really think that China is getting ready to invade the United States? Because I tell you, they're not. They make everything we use in the United States. Why? Because the same people who want this war are the same people who took the good jobs that are manufacturing jobs in America, turned them into low-paying, crappy jobs, and then shipped them to China. And then we get angry at them for the system that we set up. If they're so 
corrupt, because that's the thing. Americans have no idea how corrupt their government is. They think our government's just regular corrupt, like, oh, Trump gave his son a job or Biden gave his kid a no-show no job in the Ukraine war. That's not, the whole thing is corrupt. The $800 billion military budget is $800 billion of corruption. Why do we have to have eight, 900 military bases around? We're the ones provoking this war, just like we provoked the war in Ukraine. We are now provoking a war with China. And what, who, who benefits? I'll tell you right now. Your enemy is not China. Your enemy is not Russia. Your enemy is the military-industrial complex, which has been Emirates. fleecing this country to the tunes of hundreds of billions and trillions of dollars. How many times are we going to have a defense secretary say, hey, we can't account for $2 trillion in the Pentagon again, That, like, which has happened twice now in my lifetime? So, again, people are being... Uh, uh, the, the war machine cannot be stopped. Who's running this country? The war machine. It certainly isn't Joe Biden making these decisions. I would like to know who is making the decisions. And I just want to remind everybody, the United States is the world's terrorist. We just set the Middle East on fire in the last 20 years, and now we're doing a proxy war in Ukraine, which we provoked, NATO provoked, and it was just admitted that we provoked it by the former prime minister of Germany. And now we're trying to sable rattle with, with China, and they're predicting a war. Again, China's not going to invade us. China's not our enemy. We might have an economic war. That's what these are. These are economic wars. These are wars right. for, in Ukraine, it's about liquefied natural gas and making sure Germany and Russia never come together because we fear Russia's uh, natural resources and manpower, and we fear them getting together with Germany with their technology and their capital. And so that's why we blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. That's why we're doing the Ukraine war. This is all about hegemony, imperialism, and economic and if there's a Marine somewhere, it's there because they're about to steal some natural resources from another country. As everybody's screaming about what a bad guy Putin is for invading Ukraine, the United States is currently occupying a third of Syria. And which third is that? It's the third that has the oil. And how do I know we're there to steal their oil? Because the president of the United States said so. And we're, not, we're not even benefiting economically. That's, I mean, of course, that's the rub. Jimmy Dore, appreciate it. Thank there you. There it is. I, I I couldn't say it better myself, and you know Jimmy what? Door is great. I, he's a Chicago I, boy, and he's a progressive. And it's sad in the state of media now, where a stand-up comic is the only one you can get the truth from. He's not a progressive, I wouldn't say. I think he's more of a liberal. He he was a progressive, and now he's 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 slowly been waking up and backpedaling a little bit on on his views. I but I mean, he was a you know he was a super Bernie Sanders guy, and. You know, he's he's learned, you know, just like um, everybody that was behind Bernie when he got kneecapped by Hillary Clinton and it was rigged against him. That's when all those guys woke up, too. But he's awesome, though, man. He's 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 always on point. I don't you know, and this is where like the right wing and the left wing, the libertarians and the socialists and the and the progressives. We need to come together and shut this fucking shit right. down that with the, with with this a big military industrial complex and our foreign policy and these these uniparty republican and democrats that just vote the same on this shit we got to shut this shit down and, and make it stop we all need to get involved and uh yeah more on that later uh i'm going to x out of this and go to the next one we're going to transition into something completely different and yeah, everyone everyone has to do their part in saving this country everybody nobody's gonna do it for you that's right and and 
ain't nothing, ain't nobody else going to save you. <sighs> okay, so. Mysterious Whirlpool appears in the night sky above Hawaii. Yeah, we talk about portals and stuff. Let's let's completely transition out of foreign policy, and let's talk about please <laughs> inter interstellar portals, and you know what UFOs might. Everybody talks about UFOs, and everybody thinks they're from outer space, but I think they got it completely wrong. Like I, I tell people, I don't think that these things are uh, ETs from the star over here. And they're uh, traveling over here. I don't think so. I think that these things are interdimensional and portals are being opened up. And they're saying that this thing is connected to the launch of a satellite. And yeah, bullshit. <laughs> right. This is not connected to the launch of a satellite. And there's video. This is a video. This isn't. And you're going to see it. And it's, it's going to come and then go. Now, this is... Uh, footage that's been captured from an observatory in Hawaii. So here we go. I want to play it. As it's buffering. Buffering, buffering. Yeah. No, the red the red there's thing's a, not the, the vortex. <laughs> that, that that volcano oh, go that figure. Makes Hawaii. Wow. Apple. Yeah, best picture. Draws, Go ahead, I got it. There's, there's a lot of uh, yeah. There's got to be a lot fuck? of strange energy and frequency around that thing. I guess we got to sit through the commercial, and I, I don't. It's amazing. Don't yeah, know I'm how sorry. to mute it because we. Yeah, I don't know how to mute it, so we're gonna sit through this commercial where this uh, beta puck is. Jennifer Lawrence uh, swiping on the Selena Gomez documentary. Go up onto the screen. I don't have a documentary. And then, uh, DiCaprio. Scorsese. Be able to mute De Niro. It. Ten seconds. It won't. No, it won't. It just it picks something else. <laughs> it wants. It, it opens up a new window. Call me. These motherfuckers, you, man. Apple, Apple now TV watch, suck Check this dick. out. Look at this shit. You're gonna tell me that oh, wow. that is. That's not a rocket from trail. A... That's a. So what's going on for people that are just listening is there is a very bright light moving across the sky that sits in the center and it's giving off a spiral of blue light. It looks like a star that's moving and then it like gets bigger and bigger and bigger until it, it swirls like with blue light and then it dissipates and disappears. Yeah, that's something that's something going through through some type of, of wormhole or portal. Look at that shit. Yeah. So it looks like something something is exiting. It looks like a ship and then it starts creating a field around itself. And then um, the spiral eventually becomes well defined and opens up into some type of portal hyperspace it just disappears straight into it and it dissipates and then it's gone that's crazy it's probably one of the most craziest things that i think i've ever seen it from space that's like the norway spiral as well and and they're gonna yeah, and they're gonna try to say it is not a UFO. It was nothing. This was just made from a, a satellite. Yeah, okay. Keep, 
bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Norway spiral that was um, that was happening in Sweden while uh, Barack Obama was there accepting his um, his peace award for bombing people, and um, yeah, uh, they fired up CERN at the same time, and um, they created a giant spiral like that coming from the land instead. But opening I mean, some look, type of portal, man. Just look at that right there. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a portal, dude. That's yeah. a portal. So, and and my my personal theory is that there are no extraterrestrials since we live under a firmament. I believe that uh, there is no way to get off this planet unless you go through a wormhole, wormhole or a portal. And extraterrestrials are actually ultra terrestrials, and there are people that live here on this planet that we're not aware of, but they are from here. So, very interesting. I think yeah. I think that they would maybe live in another dimension but yeah we dimension got we got all sorts of shit happening this, dude this realm's got all sorts of crazy shit happening we got multi-dimensional shit going on at the same time as uh 3d space around us and you know but anyway this is this is probably the most fascinating video that i've i've one of the most fascinating things that i've ever seen right here yeah that's awesome i think <clears throat> Yeah, anyway, another reason it, for it me is. to move to Hawaii. Yeah. No, I'm sure they got something out there on an island. And I'm sure the U.S. is all around that place because uh, especially around a volcano. I mean, the volcano so, is, is just what's sticking out of the water. So you can imagine all the caverns underneath that, those islands that UFOs can can maneuver through. And um, who knows what's under the ocean, man. Yeah, it's it's a lot of it's not explored. Yeah, uncharted territory and then so while i was clicking on that and checking this out I, the one right next to it caught my eye so i opened that sucker up hold on let me i gotta x this out x that out x that out and check out this this is a ufo yeah, this looks crazy this is crazy if that's not if that's not a cover for something in the sky i don't know what is and um, I would love to get uh, the guys from Crypto. Look at this thing. Mm -hmm. What the fuck, dude? That's not natural. No. Like, oh, it's pure. It, it's it's a phenomenon. It's because it's at the base of a mountain range. Yeah, because we see claws like this all the time at the base right. of a mountain range. No, that is that is definitely some type of stealth maneuvering on some type of craft because. Um, and also also you think, with you think um, that's what that is it could be an upper atmospheric life form life form as well i think it's like uh mother earth's vagina yeah dude you we gotta can see to the it. clitoris right up there see it <laughs> <laughs> yeah the guys the guys over here in ohio I like north of me they got i want to fly in there dude but there's a show called cryptids cryptids of the corn and they cover um upper upper atmospheric life and uh have you seen that movie nope yet nope nope well what that movie is is like uh you think it's a ufo m most of the movie that's attacking them and messing with them and shit out in the middle of nowhere on this horse ranch but then you find out it's actually a life form an upper atm atmospheric life form that just comes down to feed and it's it's really weird because um jordan peele must have done a lot of research on that or he was handed a script because uh it's it's frightening frighteningly accurate to to real life because uh there's real reports of clouds like this um mm -hmm. raining blood 
um, animal parts, everything from like keys, uh, change, like coins, all sorts of crazy shit. It'll be spitting out all this stuff and it'll actually rain. This blood is a movie. Now, this is real life too, but yeah, it's a movie. Uh, but but it covers all this stuff too. But this is real based life. Based on true events. Yeah, is these are real life reports going back from the 1800s up of uh, rain showers that are made of blood and um, meat showers. So, um, like I was, I was, I think I was talking there about rain frogs in the Bible or something. Yeah. Um, well, there was yeah, there was all sorts of crazy shit like that. But this, um, they sent a probe up to the up, upper atmosphere, and they weren't expecting to find much life, and they found over four thousand life forms up there. And what it is is like the very upper atmosphere is another layer of water. It's an upper atmos atmospheric ocean, and there's tons of life up there. And um, so how come dolphins aren't like falling falling on houses and shit? Like why, <laughs> these why things, don't I, why don't I come outside and there's not like a cod? You know, like, these these things are like um, these things are uh, in the like, woods. They're more like deep ocean life, where they're they're transparent and they're more like gelatinous, and they run off air bladder. Like why would systems. they be transparent, though? I they mean, run off gas bladders. Transparent. So, usually, things that are transparent are in dark and dark caves, not where the light's shining through, though, right? Well, these things like also you see transparent fish. Mm -hmm. Yeah, these things also give off um, natural light as well, so. Um, they can be mistaken for UFOs, but there's tons of sightings of these um, transparent type gelatinous man rays that float down. And what what's theorized is they would have to use a gas bladder like fish. And all they would have to do is um, release gas out of their bladder to sink down into our area to feed into the lower atmosphere and then um, just fill their gas bladder back up and they would just float naturally glide back up into the uh, upper atmosphere. But super interesting, dude. Like. I thought it was crazy at first. And then, you know, the more you learn about it, it's like, it's real and it's there. And then when you look, you think about the Bible and it's talking about the firmament in Genesis, it talks about God separating the water down here from the waters above. So it's like, um, they're telling you right there, it's, it's two oceans. Oh, really? I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. There's always waters above. And it's the same thing with, uh, as below, as above, so is below. So it's, um, it's interesting. But um, right. yeah, these, these guys. I read portions of the Bible, but I, I one time I remember, um, I tried to read it from cover to cover, just like as a, as if it were a regular book. And dude, I got bogged down in Genesis so hard. Yeah, it's like, dude, I was I, I was a reader. I was an avid reader during those times. I, I read the whole Lord of the Rings trilogy and fucking just like all kinds of shit, dude. I'd read all kinds of stuff. The way the Bible's written is exhausting to read. It's very exhausting. It's, it's a puzzle it? because it's not meant to be uh, read literally. So it's like a constant puzzle you're supposed to be figuring out. And it's exhausting, and, man. And and not only that, the books aren't in order. Right. That's, which is another, makes it even more puzzling. I mean, Genesis is in order and stuff like that. But I mean, because that's the beginning. And then I guess Revelation could be the end, right? But like all the other books, it's like, they're not going in chronological order. They just jump around because they're different books, you know, yeah, and, and I didn't know that books, at the books time. Taken, I mean, a lot of the books were taken from the Hebrew Torah. So like Genesis and all that stuff, these are books for the Torah too, like the book of Moses, all this stuff. So it's like, it's all so conflated now and mixed up and turned around and you don't know what to believe anymore. And the more research you do, the more you realize is that everything is inverted and and it's just what you thought was real and good is is a lot of times inverted and it's it's bad and 
it's crazy it's just they it's got, so confusing they got, they got us where we don't know which ends up which ends down right and we're just trying to figure it out so we're two guys in a mission on the journey trying to f- figure this shit out we're on a mission from god that's right <laughs> all right <laughs> moving on to my last thing that i have which is a little pop culture stuff Alec Baldwin this week formally got charged with involuntary manslaughter uh, in fatal rust shooting. Opinions, MD. Well, Alex, Alec Baldwin is a scumbag, first off. I mean, he's, he's involved in all sorts of disgusting, dark arts Hollywood bullshit for a long time now. And the fact that you would have a live round, and it reminds me of the Brandon Lee murder. Why why did they have a live round on the set of Crow 2? Because Brandon Lee was supposed to be murdered. Why would they have a live round on this set? Because that woman was supposed to be murdered. And I don't know why, but he was tasked with the with the killing for whatever reason. Um, more dark art shit, I'm sure. And who knows what she saw or what she was going to expose, because that's usually what, what's behind most of this type of shit. So God only knows, man. But, you know, I hope they throw the book at him. He's a piece of shit. And he's an actor. So you think you think you think he murdered? You don't think that it's manslaughter? You think that this is premeditated murder? I, I believe I believe it was premeditated, but you'll ne- you're never going to get that out of him. You know what I mean? Like nobody's ever going to fess up. They're just going to take some manslaughter charges and be surprised they got that. You know, he probably thought he was going to get off with a slap on the wrist. That's why they probably had him do it. You know, like oh, Alec Baldwin couldn't possibly mean to do that. And his acting job after the fact, the pictures of how his reaction after the shooting happened were just total bullshit. It was bad acting. It was horrible, even for Baldwin standards. <laughs> well, my my opinion is that I don't know. I can't say whether it was on purpose or not, but I do know that the man's a big fucking fat liar when he says he didn't pull the trigger. Oh, yeah. This, no, they proved he was, did. So I'm a firearms guy, so I know I know guns. And what he had was a single action revolver. You got to pull the he, hammer back. Yeah, on you a single action revolver. If the hammer's down, you can't just pull the trigger and fire the gun like you can your standard revolver. You have to cock the hammer back and then pull the trigger to shoot it. So he's like, he's telling everybody that you know he didn't pull the trigger; the gun just went off. Well, the gun doesn't work like that. No. The, the you have to have the trigger down and these newer revolvers that are made are made so that if the trigger is not down there's a there's like a little safety mechanism in the hammer. So if you're letting the hammer down and uh say say you have the hammer cocked back and you want to decock it, you pull the trigger with your thumb still on the hammer and then you let go of the trigger and then you ease the hammer down there's there's something that gets in the way of the mechanism because the trigger is not being held down now you holding down the trigger will remove that so the hammer can strike the firing pin um so therefore the trigger would have to be pulled not only would the trigger have to be pulled but the hammer would have to be first cocked back so he cocked the hammer back pointed a loaded gun at this broad and pulled the trigger then that brings the hammer down, hits the firing pin, firing pin hits the primer, primer discharges discharges the round into um, Helena Hutchins, and and not only that, but um, the guy that was in, the the guy that was in charge on set for you know 
all the he was responsible for the rounds and the guns and all this stuff the firearms expert there is no reason why there would be a live round on any movie set because it's, it's not that a girl that was a girl uh hannah gutierrez reed who's also charged but secondly um it was supposed to be a blank round he wasn't supposed to pull the trigger and he was supposed to point at the camera and the director or the cinematographer, or all these people, they don't sit directly in front of the camera or behind the camera. They're off to the side. So if you're supposed to be pointing a gun that you're not supposed to be firing at a camera and you shoot the person with a live round that's sitting next to the camera, what's going on for real? I mean, come on, dude. And this and shit is dirty, man. And let's not say, well, he was told that the, he was said, he, everybody says that he was told the gun was safe you know it was cold a cold gun cold meaning that it's not hot not loaded right. with live rounds so you get you're given a cold gun you, do not check it right um they would have had to give him a live round not, and a gun with gonna, the hammer pulled back and he still wasn't supposed to pull the trigger so no all, he, all he pulled the hammer back he pulled he pulled the yeah. hammer back yeah um but but okay you know if anybody still thinks he should be innocent and think that I'm being unreasonable with him not being charged, because I think he should be charged with manslaughter. Um, I want to see. Him, I want to see him serve some time. If you disagree, let me let me tell you this: I'm filming a YouTube in my in my house, right? And I have one of my firearms, and my buddy hands me a firearm and says, "It's cool. It's not loaded." And I aim it at the camera and pull the trigger and blow my buddy's head off. Guess what? I'm going to go to jail because right. I didn't check that firearm. Right. They're going to give okay you murder one, dude. Yeah, but but because I'm not a movie star and I'm I'm a, I'm filming a YouTube and not a movie, that I should go to jail, but not him. What would the difference be? The difference is there is no difference. It's the same thing. At least so there's supposed to be no difference. There, there's not supposed to be a difference, right? We should all be equal under the law, no matter of uh, how much money you got or your skin color or your gender or what you claim to be your gender or anything. We're all human. We all should be treated equally amongst the law, which we know in this country is uh, not a thing. To be quite honest, um, just to be up front, I I hope he serves some time and he gets his ass blown out to get uh, his karma back on all these uh, kids that he's um, trafficked, allegedly. Well, if he's trafficked, if he's trafficked kids, I hope he gets his own ring blown blown out. Other, if he hasn't, then I then I hope not. I don't want to wish anything upon somebody if if I don't know for sure. But yeah, I know it's... when someone's evil. <laughs> but I, I, I think I presence. think I think I think for sure this guy needs to uh, get his ass handed to him in civil court, and oh, yeah, he needs to get absolutely. his ass handed to him in. Uh, <clears throat> needs to spend a little time in jail to reflect on on his mistake if it was a mistake yeah he he fucked up somewhere Which i, I guarantee. hope it would be i hope it would be a mistake i hope he wouldn't do that to uh some guarantee you know uh, he, kill somebody he fucked up somewhere amongst some powerful people and he pissed somebody off and they said all right now we got a task for you to get done and if you don't do it then we're just going to expose you for all the dirty shit we've got you blackmailed on and this is what happens this is hollywood man I mean, shit, Johnny Depp uh, allegedly uh, helped uh, murder and uh, bury uh, one of their former business partners. Uh, I think it was, uh, was it a, it's not the Viper Club. It's uh, one of the clubs they own in in, um, LA. 
and like dude like they've got these people have gotten away with so much dirty dark shit i mean <clears throat> the only reason alec baldwin is still getting work is because he's involved with some some sick people i can guarantee you that yeah yeah 100 the only way you stay in business all right my last thing i have i just want to do a quick plug um so there's an anti-war protest going on in Washington, D.C., February 19th. Uh, it's, the, it's the right and the left coming together, the Libertarian Party and the People's Party coming together to protest uh, what's going on in Ukraine. And let's see, here's the demands. Uh, not one more penny for the war in Ukraine. Democrats and Republicans have armed Ukraine with tens of billions of dollars in weapons and military aid. The war has killed tens of thousands of people. Displaced millions is pushing us to a nuclear World War III. Stop funding it. Negotiate peace. Stop the war inflation. Peace, negoci peace negotiation. Isn't that a novel idea? It is. Who would have thought? Span NATO. That's my favorite one. Um very unpopular Absolutely. very unpopular uh opinion in 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 the united states right now is to disband nato everybody thinks that we need to have this giant well, alliance well, we gotta but keep sucking off that that nato teat man we are the nato teat everybody I else know. is sucking off of us we pay um, for everything but uh, yeah. but they're the ones they're the ones that can expand wars that we can't. So we can use them. We can use their name and go into places that we can't as a country, without looking like tyrants that we are. So NATO is an extremely dangerous organization. It has tiny ass little countries such as uh, Latvia and Poland and Romania, and these countries can do something to provoke a response by Russia. Poland wants to just go to war with Russia pretty much. And so does Latvia. Yeah. And these are tiny little Baltic countries. Well, Poland's not tiny, but Latvia is. Either way, do you want to go to have a nuclear war with the U.S.? Uh, the U.S. providing almost the entire fight? These, these little countries ain't going to be able to provide no fight. They want to go to war against Russia. Okay, we can't even handle a balloon. Right. All right. I yeah. saw, I'm getting sidetracked because I got ADD, but I saw a Babylon B headline. It was hilarious. It said, the headline was, Biden surrenders to Chinese balloon. Funny <laughs> <laughs> oh, it because it's true. Uh, I love satire. Anyway, yeah. that's the danger of NATO. You're going to get, you could get drug into a war and, uh, our kids and our treasure will be in our lives will be uh, lost over some other country's bullshit that we shouldn't even be involved with. So yeah, let's, let's, let's stop it at the at paying for it monetarily part and stop it before it escalates into paying for it with human bodies. Yeah. And we need in, in number five demand global nuclear de-escalation. Uh, the war in Ukraine has brought us to the edge of World War III and a nuclear war with Russia. U.S. intelligence agencies estimate that a one in four chance of a nuclear war that would plunge the world into a nuclear winter and kill almost all the life on Earth adopt a no-first-strike nuclear policy. We do not have a no-first-strike nuclear policy. We say we can 
just to attack anybody at will with a nuclear weapon. So that's one of the, the demands. Another one, slash the Pentagon budget. Big half time. Of the federal, half of the, the federal discretionary budget goes to Pentagon. So if we ever want to get this inflation and spending under control, which Nearly I Nearly a trillion dollars a year. You got to go after either entitlement programs like Medicare, Medicaid, and Social Security, and or you have to go after the Pentagon. The military budget is $857 billion per year, and the Pentagon just failed its fifth straight audit. The Pentagon can only account for 39% of its $3.5 trillion in assets. Again, and that's just what's on paper. That's not counting like black operations and black right. budgets. They can only account. Let me repeat that. Think of this. They can only account for 39% of $3.5 trillion. Isn't that funny? Man, that it happened That stop. happened before, too. That's right. Right before 9-11. Right before 9-11 right. was the last time. Right. Uh, cut, cut the military budget in half and return the funds to the American people. 100%. We can use the money. Uh, abolish the CIA and military industrial deep state. The CIA and deep state are unelected permanent government of intelligence agencies that run our country outside of constitutional and democratic control. They surveil Americans, manipulate the media, curtail free speech, blackmail politicians, infiltrate activist organizations, torture people, they overthrow governments, they assassinated JFK, abolish the CIA and deep state and restore a government of, by, and for the people. Uh, demand number eight, abolish war and empire. Uh, number nine, restore civil liberties. Ten, free Julian Assange. I could get down with every single one of these. Yeah. I'm all for this. Um, I really want to go to D.C. I would love I'd to have to call to off of work Monday. It's ten. It's a ten and a half hour drive for me to go there one way, and then a ten and a half hour, so twenty hours of driving. Yeah, plus, it's, it's like plus it's like the eight hours protesting. away from me. February nineteenth. I think it's around twelve noon. Uh, let me see exactly where. Speakers join, contact, demands, resources. Where does it say it's going to be held, though? Let me see if I can find it. So it's brought to you by the Libertarian Party, the People's Party, the Mises Caucus, which is a... Um, Libertarian-based... A, a libertarian... Economic uh, think tank. Yeah, that's right. Liberty Speaks, Radical Caucus, and Action for Assange. So maybe if I hit join, nope, join's just the email. Well, it's going to be in Washington, D.C. somewhere. Contact. I'm sure yeah. you'll be able to find him <laughs> if you want to go. Just look for the big group of people that are pissed off about all this bullshit that we got to live with on a daily basis. Anyway, you want to find out more information or you want to go, go to rageagainstwar.com. Again, rageagainstwar.com. Um. Please, I if you can make that. it, go, people. Absolutely. If you're not going to, we have to shut this shit down. We have to show, we have to show mainstream media. We have to show, uh, we have to show our brothers and sisters that we're going to stand up and we're not going to take this shit anymore. And 
in protest against something that's completely unjust, which is what they're doing. The people are running this country into the ground and uh, and funding this death overseas. It needs to stop. Anyway, that's all I got, MD. Let me tell you, you let a man push you down, he's going to push you down. You let a man kick you, he's going to kick you. You cut off that leg, there ain't going to be no more kicking. So, yep, that's, that's all I got. Right. What am I doing? What? Yeah, uh... yeah, I wish I could. I wish I could make it out to Washington for that. That would be awesome. Yeah, I'd have to call off. So yeah, I, don't know. I can't. I can't afford it. I'm, 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 I'm mulling it. I'm mulling it. Whether I want to take the day. Yeah. So, uh, so after the uh, the obvious, at least to me, the obvious rigging of uh, the Bengals game against the Chiefs last Sunday, I'm done with the <laughs> NFL. I'm on strike. I'm boycotting the NFL. I can't take it anymore. It's just too much bullshit. It's all rigged, people. Sports is rigged. But I did we'll find a nun. Around 2000 I in uh, 2008. Yeah. I did find a new fun sport to watch, though, from India, and it's called Kabaddi. And let's check it out, man. Nen explains the rules of Kabaddi. Kabaddi is an Indian sport played with two teams of 12 players, with seven players taken to the court at any one time. The game is played on a rectangular court that's generally a maximum of 30 meters by 10 meters. The shorts. This is a oh, midline yeah. that divides the court into two. And these are the bulk lines, the end lines, the bonus this lines, game, this game and is this is the lobby area. I'll explain what these are shortly. The object of the game is for your team to score more points than the opposing team. To score, a team must send a player, known as a raider, into the opposing half of the court whilst chanting the word Kabaddi repeatedly. A raider must only use one breath and chant the word Kabaddi repeatedly to show the referee that he is exhaling and not holding his breath. The first goal of the Raider is to reach the Bork line. Failure to do this results in the Raider being out and cannot participate in the next part of the game. The second goal of the Raider is to touch as many players as he can and make it back to the midline before he is caught and tackled by the defenders. He can do this in several ways, with a hand touch, a toe touch, a kick, or by trying to escape a tackle and reaching for the midline. He gets one point for every opposing defender that he touches, so long as he makes it back to the midline, or whilst repeatedly chanting the word Kabaddi. And any touch defenders are out and cannot participate in the next round of play. Understand so far? Cool, let's continue. The defenders, sometimes known as antis, will try and stop the raider returning to the midline, especially if one of them has been touched. They can use several tactics such as the ankle hold, back hold, front tackle, and forcing them off the court entirely. If the defenders manage to stop the Raider returning to his own half of the court, the Raider is out and the defending team gets one point. Once a Raider is finished, the opposing team must send out a Raider of their own within five seconds or the team will lose a point. Got it? Good, because it's about to get a lot more complicated. When a player is out, <laughs> he must wait in the sitting block and is temporarily unable to participate in the game. Like a mix of tag, dodgeball... Once a raider has been tackled, or a point has been Let's scored, they are allowed to revive one of their own players out of the sitting block to rejoin the heated, team. Man, the this means that every time you score, you can revive one or more of your players back onto the field of play. Oh yeah, India The game is played Pakistan. in 20-minute blocks for a combined oh, yeah, playing time of 40 match. minutes. High score at the end of time wins. Yep. 
Kabaddi is the ultimate game of cat and mouse, as the defenders have to be far enough away so that they can't be touched, but also close enough to tackle the raider should he decide to make a run for it. This is a highly strategic sport, and there's a few more rules that you'll need to understand before playing or watching a game. For example, the lobby. The lobby is an extended area of play, which is denoted by the yellow areas here. These are only active when a defender has been touched, and gives both the raider and defender more room to try and score or get the raider out. Bonus line. As mentioned before, this is the bonus line. If a raider puts one foot in the bonus line with one foot in the air, he will score one point so long as he makes it back to the midline. However, the bonus line is quite far from the midline and reaching for this line makes it easier for the defender to tackle you. The bonus line is only active when there are six or seven defenders on the court. Super Tackle If there are three or less defenders on the defending team and they manage to tackle a raider, this is known as a Super Tackle and scores two points. One point for eliminating the raider and a bonus point for doing so with three or less defenders. Do or Die Raid If a team has two unsuccessful raids, i.e. they score zero both times, the third raid is the Do or Die Raid. Failing to score on the third raid in a row results in the raider being out. Pursuit a pursuit is where a defender charges at a retreating raider with the aim of scoring a quick point off him. This is usually done if the other team is slow to retreat from a raid and the defender is close enough to score a point and make it back to the midline quickly before the other players realise. All out. If in the rare instance a raider gets all the defenders out in one raid, this is known as an all out. The raiding team gets one point per player and an additional two points. All players are revived after an all out. To the uninitiated, Kabaddi seems strange, confusing, even ridiculous, but once you understand the rules, it becomes an interesting sport to watch. If you found this video at all helpful, please like, share with your friends, comment, rate. So I think that they're all holding hands because of romance. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That, that, that looks like a, a, that'd be a fun one to watch. Very, yeah. I, I'm lost in the rules. Oh I, yeah, I it's confusing at first. Try a toe touch and then tag people, and then they're going to get their asses. Their ass <laughs> Dude, I understand the rules. The I understand the rules about three quarters of the way through, right now, and I just keep watching, man. And it's 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 entertaining. So, as well, uh, are you you where do you where do you get these uh, matches at? Where do you see the matches? I just go on YouTube. I look up Kabaddi matches. We got oh, full man, it's, full it's, matches. Oh, yeah, dude, it's entertaining, man. These people get so pumped up, dude, and it's just—it's such a weird sport to get this jacked up about. That's why I love it, dude. It's just oh, dude, I, can you imagine getting wasted at a, at a kabaddi match? It's like screaming for like Abdul to fucking go, go, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah you gotta, the, those guys are you, quick. So is it, so is it, well, you gotta be quick. You're gonna get tackled. Dude, they're 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 slick too, man. They're like greasy, dude, because you just can't like you think they're gonna be tackled. Oh, yeah, gre I gre dude, I'd grease up, dude. Yeah, I'd I'd, grease I would up. grease up too. There's not an animal alive that cannot run a Lunch Lady Doris. Have you got any grease? <laughs> yes, 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 we, we do. do. Then grease me up, woman. <laughs> not an animal alive cannot run a greased Scotsman. <laughs> well, Simpsons sense. for you. That's right. I think it was episode 100, I believe. Oh, man. Yeah, that was, that was classic, dude.
we we used to watch we used to watch VHS tapes of of our favorite recorded shows just over and over. <laughs> good it was shit, a good man. time. It was a simpler Simpsons time. Simpsons in living color. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Those were the days, dude. Yep. Yeah. So uh eventually I want to get into some paranormal stuff too. You know, we've been we've been going hard on the news, I think. Um yeah, I tried to get into it a little bit with the the yeah the uh oh no, that's good. That's good. Portal. But I love I love the paranormal, man. I would love to get more well, into let's that. get into it. Go ahead. Well, uh in future shows especially, but um I mean Chris didn't have the childhood I had as far as like uh the weird haunted house style. Um but my house, we, we grew up in the same neighborhood down the street. And um, the research is, was really hard to do at first because you can't find these old Indian maps online. Like, I guess if I went to the Town Hall Museum, um, they might have something there. But we grew up in northwest Indiana, um, town called Maryville, right outside Gary, Indiana. And um, it was super haunted. And then, you know, I, I finally do the research and I found old Indian maps. And uh, basically what happened was, um, there was a lot of like Potawatomi, Miami, all sorts of Indians that would, because we lived next to a lot of waterways, creeks, stuff like that. And, you know, the American Indians um, live next to creeks for very special spiritual reasons and whatnot, not only for water, but so we had these Indian tribes where we lived. And um, back in the 1800s, they were building a railway. And you remember the old railway, right? Like the old train tracks that we used to walk down. They weren't tracks anymore, but that old trail that would go through the woods. Yes. In between the cornfield and, and the neighborhood yep. over there. Yep, so it goes was, leads leads by the mall. Yeah. So that was the old railway. And they made it a bike path now. Yeah. That was the old railway that they built in the 1800s And they came through and they slaughtered all these Indians that were living on the land that um our neighborhood was built on. So that that land is just cursed straight up, man. And not only that, but um you remember that that big um field that was next to the church yes that they weren't they legally can't build on that because that's the only marked um burial ground but i guarantee man like we grew up around some burial grounds like it spreads out much further than that because uh the park that was in front of my house stretches out uh, the burial ground stretches out to there and then the big park that we used to play basketball at we used to play basketball at this big old park in our neighborhood that was marked spiritual dancing grounds so um man all this land that we grew up on was super special and uh cursed now because the white man came through and killed all the natives for money like it always is but um yeah my house growing up man it was super haunted and uh i'm i'm, I'm super into the paranormal because i've had lots and lots of spiritual experiences in my life so i'm definitely planning on getting into that in future episodes had a couple like, like i said we'll get into it i have a, i've had a couple nothing major nothing like any of this but just i think maybe like three or four different things that ha that have happened that were odd I, I it's not like i seen like orbs or anything any you know like a, like you, an actual specter but i i had a few experiences we'll get into it in another one yeah you could just but, have a yeah, feeling I'm, you don't have to i don't see much because i'm i'm very much empathic so i feel a lot of the energy i don't necessarily see stuff all the time but i feel stuff you know when i when i feel something i know what it is because i've, I've felt it enough times now where it's uh i know somebody's around me or or whatnot but um yeah i mean were you there in march sorry go ahead were you there at marty's house that one night when I, I was messing with the poltergeist that was in his house 
No. Yeah, that was that was interesting. You must have you must have. I have there. seen. I have. Well, that's one I did forget about it. Now you you mentioned that. Uh, I do remember his dog like barking at the wall. It's like, what are you, what are you even barking at? And he's just like going nuts, just like facing the wall, barking at yeah. the wall, like nothing there. Yeah, we were in his room in the back, and uh, they were talking about it, and we had been drinking and stuff. So you know, I wasn't giving a shit, and I was kind of being disrespectful to Marty, and I apologize for that. But um, I was taunting the poltergeist, and I'm like, oh, if you're real, come on in. And then it starts knocking on the door, and I'm like, oh shit. And then it comes into the room. And you just feel this ice cold electric, like it feels like a, a fan's on you. It's like a breeze, and it's going in spirals in the middle of the room. And his dog is just biting at thin air, like attacking the shit out of this thing. But there's nothing there, and I'm just freaking out. And that that kid Chris that lived on the corner, I think that was his name for a while. No, he was there, and your brother was there too. And that was just like life changing for me right there because I'm like, okay, it's real and it's here. And um, I taunted it, and um, Marty was not happy with me after that, <laughs> but I apologize. But it was it was interesting, man, to, to to actually feel the electricity in the air like that. It's uh, pretty unique. Hey, have you ever thought about doing a ghost hunt? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've 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 uh, cleaned out houses. You know, I'll go through a house with uh, Sage and Palo Santo. and uh, oh, I'm talking about like trying. But I'm not like, trying to stir shit up I'm, like that. I'm not, I'm not trying not, to. I'm, I wouldn't say stir it up, but I mean. Try that to leads to attachments, man. You yeah. can't help but have take something home every once in a while. And that is you that's playing with that. fire, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up uh, battling demonic attachments with me, not only myself, but my entire hey, You don't family. know what it is, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm think that all spirits are demonic or do you think that no uh, do you think that they're that that these are all bad no no i think there's humans there's human souls that um for one one reason or another just don't want to move on from this life usually a lot of times it's materialistic um you know needs that they were you know obsessed with materialism in life and they don't want to leave that or they they have work that's unfinished that you know they want to communicate something to somebody but that's um that's the fourth dimension and what also lurks in there are demons and fallen angels and um you know all sorts of stuff stuff that that can exist uh, intelligently without a human body it's in your all opinion right in your opinion are demons fallen angels i think demons work for fallen angels demons and demons can also be created Separate. through uh through uh, telekinesis and and all that stuff you can actually create your the 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 theory behind poltergeist is they're actually created by you that they're they're actually a a a form of you that you created through your energy because you have gifts that you're not aware of and it's out of control and um it's dangerous i could get down with that thought yeah yeah it's interesting you have bad energy or some bad bad vibes and stuff like that you you and you know like like you create an entity I've heard people say, you know, like if you don't if you don't believe in anything, then you don't you don't sense anything. You don't right. see it. You just think it's all bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if, if you're, you're not open, open to, believing... to energy, you'll never know it's there until it exactly. attacks you, <laughs> and then you'll say, "Oh, it was something else." <laughs> is it attacking you, or is it just like you know you're sticking your finger in the wrong spot and like a like a uh, like a white socket makes you just shock oh, yeah. you? You know what I mean? A lot of people nowadays, well, forever though, but the, the worst thing you could ever do is dabble. Dabble in anything 
um, spiritual is opening yourself up unless you are well well schooled and well prepared spiritually like just even playing there's with a ouija board there's different ways to the the you know from just like other podcasts that i've listened to and and heard about how people like conjure things i, I know i've listened to like lots of stuff about alistair crowley i think he's a very fascinating character and listening to the rituals that he would have to do to like conjure conjure things to come before him mm-hmm. and he'd have to like protect himself and make circles to contain it yep. and then it has to be closed out afterwards and stuff like that it's yeah. like if you don't like, close out your circle because what that circle is is a gateway it's a portal and if you don't close that portal shit just keeps coming and going man and you're not gonna like what comes out of that shit yeah so i mean i i, I think that stuff i think that stuff's very fascinating yeah Oh, I did. I had something. Man, where is it? Thought I had. Alistair Crowley's like the G.G. Allen of the occult. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, he's freak. all over the place, man. He is, he's, he is. He's, he's the a craziest. Freak, he's a freak, dude. But he is, yeah. Yeah, he was a if freak. If you guys don't know who G.G. Allen is, look him, look him up. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see a freak, you watch some G.G. Allen, dude. That's right. That shit will... Woo! Blow your top. Poor excuse for a musician, though. Oh no, the music's horrible, but the the stage show is just disgustingly uh, it's incredible. Disgusting too. It's, it's a train wreck. <laughs> you have to. This this man was a hardcore punk rocker. Horrible music, but he would let women in his and mouth and on and stage and, and shit and on and him. And and oh yeah, he would throw his shit at the crowd and like, oh my god, dude. This is an animal. Disgusting. Just a disgusting individual. <laughs> oh, probably almost almost dead, but more more into the occult. Yeah, yeah he was probably probably a hundred times smarter. You know, he's a mountain professional mountain climber and everything. Dude, he climbed um uh well what's the mountain? What's the huge one uh, in the Himalayas, I think. But he climbed he climbed one of one of these giant yeah, mountains. I forget. I, yeah, it was a big one. I, I forget what the name of it is. And uh somebody somebody turned up dead. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, he was told, he was told by his, uh, climbing the, the people that were climbing with him that they could go on. shamed. Yeah. yeah. He got shamed and then so he, he, then he went, created an avalanche. Yeah. He went with, down the mountain magic and, um, he killed somebody. So he, he used, he used magic to create an avalanche that took yeah. their life. And a, the dude was I, a super powerful sorcerer, man. Yeah. Very yeah. interesting person to look into. Yeah. I wouldn't say to follow in his footsteps, but if Absolutely you don't, if, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't know anything about like, like evil occult people, look at, check stuff out about Alistair Crowley. Look at like, so do a podcast on an autobiography. We can actually, autobiography um, we can go him. on forever about Alistair Crowley. If you want to um, just look into some of the stuff for next week, we can, that could be something we could talk about next week. Cause I would love to get into that. Cause uh, go for it. The connection with Alistair Crowley. Um, uh, Scientology with L. Ron Hubbard. So back in the day, L. Ron Hubbard, uh, John Parsons that created JPL, Jet Propulsion's Lab. Um, and um, who was the third said guy? Dickhead from the, that Nazi from NASA. Oh yeah, yeah, Werner von Braun. There you go. But they they all went into, they went out into the desert using um, Crowleyan magic, and um, it's called the Babylon working. And what they were doing was they were trying to create the Antichrist. So it's very interesting. We can get into that in the future. Yeah, let's do it, dude. Yeah. 
I was trying to pull up the article. I can't find it now, but I'll do, I can do way more research for next week. So you, you cover that. I'll cover, I'll cover the, the goings on of the week. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was a disgusting piece of shit. That's for sure. But, um, do you want to wrap it up or yeah, we'll wrap man we'll wrap that's i think it was a, a i think it was a decent time length uh, yeah hopefully we didn't go too long for everybody hey anything over an hour you know you got to be happy with that you know all right, md will take us out of here and uh have a good night all right man you too all right thanks for listening everybody Thank uh, we you. really appreciate you. God bless. Um, and as always, light the fire, send the signal. We are the beacon. Peace. hesitate to fall through it maybe you knew me as yg ripper when me and jay dunn would beef on you just a little but we knew we had to fiddle with we were not happy innocents had the upper hand because we were literate yet idiots will step up and get they dumb butts bodied on microphones i earned my stripes because i was nice was hype when i was writing on the pad but if i had to fight then i could get my viking on i supply the cake and jay dunn would slap the icing on i just so happened to be rapping since the age of 10 like a guy giving talent probably back to praising him can't pretend i'm new to this Cause I've been doing this, bruh. Don't be a fool, get ripped up. Cruising for bruises, mister. Wait, 
maybe you knew me from college when I was running those track meets and I was actually a decent enough athlete to break a couple school records. I'm proud of that joint. I came a long way from gang banging up to that point. Maybe you know me from my YouTube and all those vocal covers and music ventures I used to. Or maybe you know me talking politics, talking and cap libertarianism, all of it. But last, maybe you know me from my old band. Not Leviathan, the gods I left fire from. Not acting like the higher form to hold the punch I had to be. But now I'm in position to answer what you've been asking me. We parted ways because I didn't think we had foundation laid. They wanted to tour just to do it, which was stupid. So I was not about that. And I wouldn't allow that because I happened to grow up broken. I was going back to that. And that's the fact we left on good terms. Yeah, but thank how we surely learned for the words that took a turn. Because the boots tried to replace me with some dude that would favor me. I hate to be that guy, but these lame babies should play with me. Said what I had to say. So let's get back to being great. <laughs>